Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Christmas. We are. So, fucking happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. All that stuff. All that great stuff. It's just joyous. Welcome to Slash You. My name's Andy. Hey, and I'm your Santa Claus, Saint Nick. Yeah, that's okay. a good one. And you're my little elf. Okay. I'm not really little, but... No, you're not. See, and that's another thing, too, off this topic of Christmas. I hate taking pictures with you because... I'm a big I, dude. Yeah, I mean, you make me look small, and I feel like I'm pretty big. I'm a tall guy, 6'2". Yep. But you're like what six twelve or seven one? Close. I'm like six three. <laughs> Some people say I'm six four, and I'm like, no, I'm not. I've legitimately been measured. I'm six three. Maybe if I have shoes on, I go up to six four. But even then, it's it, only if the shoes are like an inch thick. Uh, so anyway, we are a podcast that <laughs> talks about cheesy, campy, sometimes forgotten. Slasher horror movies. <clears throat> We've been sticking between the years 1977 and 1988, but we're looking at branching out of that yeah, in the new year. I do want to go ahead and not wait till the end of the podcast to bring that up now. Yeah. We are going to take a hiatus, a well-deserved hiatus. We really haven't taken one since uh, February of last year. Yeah. And uh, I think it's time. I agree. And, I mean, we've taken a couple, like, I think we took, like, three weeks off before our big gig at the X-Ray Arcade for Hack-O-Lantern. But we're going to take some time off, and we're going to come back strong in February with some thoughts and ideas. We want to run it by the students, see what you think, if we just do remakes, or if we step out and maybe start looking at the slasher movies, because they really started coming back. Like People started getting a little nutty with them again like in 2010. I know there's some in the 90s and before, but, <laughs> you know, so yeah. we're calling that extra credit, but there's a lot to talk about, and... Um, I've already you know, the plans the plans for slash you 2022 slash 22 slash you 2022 there's no no tw- tw- uh, slash, slash 2022 sl- slash you two two <laughs> yeah. slash you two two oh, another man. shout out i just uh married uh i just officiated a wedding like oh you did that's 20 right minutes ago between my uh i skateboard with this girl Brittany and her Fiance, girlfriend, Brittany. So a big shout out. Uh, happy wedding day to, to Brittany and, and Melissa. Melissa. Because you said my friend Brittany and her fiance, Brittany. And I was like, they're both named Brittany? Did I? You did I say that. I take that back. Yeah, yeah no. Well, Brittany and Melissa. Melissa's We can uh, cut and start over. Or... Skateboarding, motorcycles. <laughs> like, I skateboard and ride bikes with her. But no, no. We don't do that, I but... thought that you just married two girls named Brittany to each other. <laughs> it's Brittany, bitch. Brittany and Melissa. Thank you. Um... Shout out to them. That's awesome. Uh, on this holiday wedding season. Yes, that's why you're all dapper. You got a, a button-down shirt and a tie on here. Maybe I'll take a picture of us. Professor Nick suit. looks like a professor, and I'm wearing a fucking tracksuit. You, uh, you look yeah. like the professor. I look like a professor over here. No, no, not uh, the. The professor, yeah. yeah. I'm a professor. Yeah, slash give, me a, give me a, a, a calzone and some gabagool. <laughs> I look like a mobster. <laughs> yeah, you do. I look like a mobster. Um, I love it. No offense to mobsters. No, we love mobsters. None. And 
So this is I, our Christmas episode. This is a Christmas episode. We got a lot of stuff to talk about for 2022, and yeah. even our next episode, our last episode for 2022. But why not? We just uh, go ahead and dive into the movie that we watched from 1987. Oh yeah. This is our first sequel. First sequel! Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. Very exciting. 1987, one hour, 28 minutes. About one hour, 19 minutes too long. Uh, this is directed by Lee Harry, who didn't have much... Uh, Dude. He didn't really add much. We'll get into it, but like, how much did that guy do? <laughs> For real. Because, man, all, we're going to spoil the whole thing. They recycled a lot of footage from the first Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> Andy, Andy, this movie is like... <laughs> I mean, that's what... This movie is like... Th- no, it, this movie is like if you watch Silent Night, Deadly Night, part one, uh-huh. and then someone came up to you and said, hey, man, I'll give you $100, a 12-pack of Crystal Pepsi, and a gram of cocaine... To make Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, this would be the movie that you would make. Hashtag lazy. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I mean, I liked it. It, it was. It's a frame story. You know, story within a story, which yeah. was good. Yeah. But there's a lot that it's like, there's just so much of the first movie recycled. You brought up a, a good point when we were talking. Uh, yeah. That... You don't even have to watch part one. No, you, you do watch, not. You can watch Silent Night, Deadly Night oh, Part man. Two. Yeah, and you would be like, "Oh shit, I got everything." Yeah, they they really they really like blend the two movies together, pretty much. You, this is true. I made sure I had took note. Like pretty much right on the button of the forty minute mark. Yeah, this movie is an uh, hour and twenty eight minutes. I think I have. Yes. Uh, if you hit. At the 40-minute mark, that's where the story begins. 40 minutes just to watch. Okay. So this movie is technically 48 minutes. Interesting. I um, I just pulled out my notebook from uh, the, my first notebook. I filled up a whole notebook because this is episode 58. We've done a lot of movies. And in the first notebook was episode 19 was Silent Night, Deadly Night, part one. I pulled out my notebook from that movie and because I am going to refer to a couple of things. <laughs> because, like... I don't. I didn't need to take a ton of notes for this one. But that's what we. I, yeah. I, I don't want to. Before you get into that, I, yeah. Not to interrupt, but what if someone's listening to this podcast that didn't watch Silent Night, Deadly Night, right? First one, right? Part one. Probably a lot of people who maybe are new to Slash. So we're we're. I mean, we just have. That's why I'm saying you should read your Cliff Kill if you have them. Do you have yeah. your Cliff Kill notes for that? Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I think that'll work because this might be the first time that we ever done a double cliff kill notes because you really need those. Yeah, this is. Uh, I wish I'm I... just reading my. I'm looking at my notes from last year. My notes were different. Like, <laughs> we, 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 did we do cliff kill notes? Uh, uh, yeah, I think we did. Yep. This is. Yeah, I had a really that was long. Epi- that was episode nineteen. Nineteen. When we, when yeah. we did. So we're at episode. Holy shit, 58. 58. Almost 40 episodes later, Yeah, we're doing, we're doing a sequel. Night, our sequel. And our first sequel, if we didn't mention that. We're yeah. mentioning it now. So. We're thinking about, yeah, because again, in 2022, maybe doing some remakes. Yeah. or We'll get to that on social well, media. Well, I want to, uh, top of the show, because uh, I know uh, maybe there's folks who don't listen all the way through to the end, but uh, we want you to follow us on Instagram at slash you underscore podcast. Check out the website, www.slashupodcast.com. Uh, support the show. There should be a link in the episode description. If you look at your podcast player that you're using right now, 
and look at the description of this episode. There should be a link there if you'd like to support the show. Go ahead and do that. Help us out. We like doing what we're doing, uh, and we'd like to grow it a little bit. So check that out. I just want to mention that off the top of the show. That's good. We should start doing that more often. Yeah, God, I, I do have a sexy voice. You, it's nice. Thank you. We're not professionals. No, God, no. Um, we are going to spoil the whole thing, even though we have a professional setup complete with, you know, a laugh track <laughs> and everything. Um, <laughs> we've got all that stuff. <laughs> it may seem like we're professional, but oh, we're not. Shit. I'm a- Nick's drinking a Blatz, and I'm drinking a, a craft beer called Santa's Sack. Courtesy of Raised Grain Brewery out there in Waukesha. It's a Christmas ale. It's an ale with a slight hint of cinnamon. I love it. I can dig that. Mm-hmm. But you know there are some horror podcasts that do beers and horror movies and stuff. Sure. I think the Terror Twins used to, they used to kind of pair beer and right. they would mention their beers and stuff. So Well, shout out. Well, we should get started. We're about eight, nine minutes in here. Oh, yeah, but I mean... Do you have your so? I do. Make up some. So I can. I'm not. This is just uh, Andy's Cliff Kill notes from yeah. part one, Silent Night, Deadly Night. All right, I'll do that. Uh, it is uh, pretty easy. It's 1971. Little Billy and his family are visiting Grandpa in the mental hospital. In a moment alone with Grandpa, he becomes lucid. He warns Billy that Santa punishes naughty kids. Billy, of course, gets scared. Then on the way home, the family comes upon a stranded Santa, whom we know just robbed a convenience store. There's a struggle and Billy's parents are murdered in front of him and his young uh, uh, infant brother, Ricky. Ricky. Uh, We jump ahead three years later, explore Billy's time in the orphanage where his memories are suppressed. He's punished for acting out. We then jump to when he's 18. He's working in a toy store. He's asked to play Santa. And after some drinks and other trauma at the Christmas party, Billy snaps into thinking he's Santa and must punish naughty people. That's the setup in Silent Night, Deadly Night. I can extend those Cliff Kill notes into part two to say now it's an adult Ricky. Well, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Because we, I mean, we're not. Those are those are Cliff Kill notes. No, oh, that's From the first movie. One. Yeah. Part one. Yeah. So, but towards the end of part one, yeah. Billy does meet his demot. Billy does meet his demise. Gets he gets shot killed by a cop. He kills a lot of people. He does. Uh, he <laughs> dies in front of his baby brother, who is now probably he's seven years older. Ricky. Billy is seven years older than his little brother, Ricky. Yeah. So I would say he's, so he's probably 18, so he's either 10 or 11-ish. Right. right. And so he watches his brother die, mm-hmm. and the, his last things out of his mouth is naughty. Naughty. So There's we, the axes laying on the ground. Yeah, and, so you're getting the idea, hey, there could be a possible sequel. The torch has been passed the torch has to been young passed. Ricky. And this did actually hit the movie theaters. Yeah. Um, oh, the sequel did? The sequel did make the movie theaters. Okay. The other three, they made five of these motherfuckers. I read the descriptions. But it gets out of control. I, we are, at the end, we are reading part three. But um, anyway, so now yeah. that we know the story that that young Ricky has seen his older brother Billy die right. after committing all these murders. Right. Uh, I remember my cliff kill where she gets hung up on the moose with her boobies and the little short shorts. Like, that was my cliff kill. Yep. Uh, oh, that was my Your sorry, dick, dick shot, shot kill. kill. Yep. Mine so, was the sledding decapitation, sled, sledding decapitation, which we'll talk which about. Which they also bring up. <laughs> yeah. So really, when I watched this the second time, uh-huh. I fast-forwarded all the way through. Oh, okay. So why don't we go ahead and get into two, two, <laughs> Andy's, Andy's, cliff kill, no, two, 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 Andy's, cliff kill, notes. brought to you by Candy Canes. If you want some peppermint and during the holidays, why don't you go out and grab a candy cane? And now, 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 Andy's, Andy's, cliff kill, 
Thank you, Candy Canes. Well, here we are now. It's There's an adult version of Ricky. Yes. He revisits the events of his past with a psychiatrist. Together, they talk about Ricky's older brother, Billy, why and how he became a killer, and why and how that in turn made Ricky a killer as well. And all roads seem to lead back to Mother Superior, Ooh. the head nun at the orphanage. And it's kind of the setup. It's a frame story. I'm glad she finally got hers. Spoilers. Yeah, no, she, yeah. Well, yeah, we say she, that. Though. She gets, she gets dead. Because I, I, I was worried about that. Yeah. Because you know, I knew she was going to be in this, uh, this flick. So again, I just want to be honest with you, Andy, because you're my friend, my partner in life and fun and laughter and beer. Well, I'm not married to you, but you know what I mean. I get and it. Also, you students out there, I want to be honest. This movie is 40 minutes in the beginning. And again, if you've seen the first Silent Night, Deadly Night, you can just go through it. Or, even if you do need a cliff kill note, you can watch it, and it does sum it up for you. It takes a, I think the first one was an hour and twenty four minutes, so they really do show you the whole movie. Yeah, and I mean they they, they show you the important parts anyway, like the most important all the most parts. important parts, pretty yeah. much all the kills. Yep. Um, I mean this movie does have like cliff kill. They said or they had the kill count at twenty two, and I was like no. Yeah, that's not happening. That's combined with two movies. So, <laughs> um, the true story doesn't begin until like minute forty-two, and uh, so that's what I have. My question to you is, Andy, where do we even begin? Uh, well, yeah, we probably should talk about that before we hit record. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I don't want to. In rehashing the second movie, I don't want to rehash all of the first. Well, that's. What... But it's in there. Well, um, yeah, I mean, there's flashbacks, and we can just, just gloss over those if you want. I'm not. I don't even have them on my notes. Oh, you don't? Okay. I just have uh, Ricky uh, smoking a cigarette. He's got a rad pair of uh, yep. black van slip-ons. Well, let's set up then the frame story because this is a story within a story. You know, mm, it's, I don't get it. I'm not a cinephile. Yeah, but you're a writer. Do you not know story structure? <laughs> Well, yeah, but I mean, so Billy went crazy because uh, yeah. he was always punished by Mother Superior. In the orphanage. In the orphanage. So yeah. beep, 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 beep. And he has thoughts around Santa that aren't healthy. Because he saw Santa kill his parents and right. try to rape his mother. Correct. And things are horrible. So, so yeah. And so he is. And in the orphanage, with, he was, he, he was he forced. He Santa. He was forced to suppress those, those memories and feelings. Mother Superior was more like, ignore them and they'll go away. And there was, I think, Sister Margaret was more like, no, we need to help him, but yes. he, she was ignored, and and it led, like we said, to Billy dying. Yeah, after I mean, killing I mean, yeah, a lot of people. He worked at it, like you said, he worked at a toy store, killed yeah. everyone at the toy store. I mean, because yeah. it was Christmas, and Christmas was coming back to him. They even made that little bit. They made Billy dress up as Santa. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't imagine. It's like me, like they're making, like if someone said Nick, you got to dress up as like Hubie Halloween, I'd be like, <laughs> fuck, like <laughs> naughty, punish. <laughs> so anyway. So he goes on a killing spree. Yeah. Great kills. Really just a nutty movie. That's the, so he dies right. at the at you know in front of Mother Superior before he can kill her. Right. So now Ricky's picking up. Ricky's kind of picking up because Ricky is in a psychiatric hospital. He Why? Is, he's well, in they're going to get into it. Exactly. He's smoking go. a cigarette. Uh, an orderly brings in a tape recorder. There's some tension. I love that. The orderly, the orderly doesn't say one word, but he could give him the eye. He's looking at Ricky like, you I don't, you, don't you, you try you, anything. I'm going to beat your ass. You try one thing. Also, Ricky gets a lighter. Did you notice it? He has a lighter to light his cigarettes. Yeah. They let... The mental patients have well, lighters. Well, this is the 80s. Oh, okay. You know, so cocaine, fine. cigarettes. Yeah. I mean, you can't have shoelaces. 
Because no. he might hang himself. But well, a that's lighter, what I'm saying. That's, that's why Vans, Vans yeah. is like, here you go. I mean, they're rats slip on Vans. I mean, yeah. hello, this is what Ricky, I'm yeah. wearing. You're what? wearing the same shoes. <laughs> right. Yeah. They have blood on them. What the hell, Nick? Uh, uh, that's from my nose. Too much right. cocaine. Um, Dr. Bloom. Dr. B- uh, I thought it was Dr. Loomis. Doctor, <laughs> Good one. It is kind of that same kind of setup, though. A little bit. But Dr. Right. Henry Bloom there comes in, sets yep. up the recording, uh, and dismisses the orderly. Um get out of here and he explains that he's ricky's last chance yep like apparently he is shrinks so over... was dr loomis was michael myers last uh, chance okay well apparently uh dr bloom is ricky's 13th um shrink that he's talked to there you go uh also they're doing this on christmas eve because the the text <laughs> text appears at the I bottom that, that was my next it note it says you know date december 24th, december 24th yeah and so they're all working at the psych ward on christmas eve all right that's well, cool what um, never stops at a psychiatric ward, buddy. And really, the story from there is just Ricky flashing back to the events of the first movie. He explains his parents' death. Um, uh, the doctor asks him how he remembers it, and he's like, oh, I was there, Doc. He was just a baby. But um, he flashes back to the orphanage, how Billy had a tough time. Uh, you know, a lot more stuff from the first movie. A lot of real, actual just fo- footage pulled from the first That's movie. exactly all it is. I mean, again, um, we can't... This yep. is a first for me. Yeah. As far as any movie, even pre slash you, I've never have seen a movie do this. Do this, <laughs> yeah. Lazy um, as fuck. We we just know that Ricky is recounting how Billy had a tough time. Mother Superior beat him with a belt. Um, you know, Ricky. This is where the, this is yeah. where the story for Ricky really begins because yeah. this is probably also a good place, Andy, to say that the person playing Ricky, Eric Freeman, Oscar worthy actor. <laughs> Unbelievable! Oh yeah, he sold it. Let me tell you. Born and born and raised in the same city and state that I'm from, Raleigh, North Carolina. Nice. And uh, his acting ability over the top. I actually think he went on to do Broadway work. I would have guessed gay porn, but I would be wrong, right? <laughs> that is that was probably pre Silent Night Deadly Night Part Two. I think he was 23 in this movie. But again, the the, oh, the, the, the next 40 minutes, Silent Night, Daily Night, Part 1, because he's explaining yeah. to Dr. Yeah. Freeman like why he is who he is. Dr. Bloom. Dr. Bloom, sorry. Thank you. Um, Who's Dr. Friedman? Where did you get that? Uh, oh, I think I, I sometimes speak my notes, and I think oh. it came off wrong. Um, yeah. And so It was cool. Uh, speaking of Oscar-worthy performance, Dr. Bloom asks Ricky like, if he dreams about Billy, and he just looks and goes, I don't sleep. <laughs> There's some great lines in here. <laughs> Um, but the uh, the revisit really uh, just the revisit of this part one film Silent Night Deadly yep. Night Part One is to remind the audience what a diabolical bitch Mother Superior was. Exactly, Rick naughty, very naughty. Yeah, Ricky <laughs> Ricky emphasizes no one else in the orphanage heard Billy screaming, but I did. Um, you know, uh, it wasn't his fault. Mother Superior made him do it. He you know he punished the bad people. Yep. And um, so that's yeah. that's where and then his you know so now he's looking at his brother. Right. This is uh, they change out the tape. This you know after Ricky's telling this forty minute story. It's of, a reel to reel tape recorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old school. Old school tape. Yeah. I guess that's what you call it, tape. Yep. Um, he changed it out, and this is when he changes on Doctor Norman, Doctor Henry Bloom. Henry Bloom. God. <laughs> Nor, where the fuck did Norman come from? I don't know. Nick? You get the the computer just doesn't understand your voice. Doctor Bloom changes yeah. out the tape, and this is where the story begins. So he's like, "Ricky, what happened after your brother? You saw your brother die." Well, they closed the orphanage, and Sister Mary found me a home, 
with people that don't right. celebrate Christmas. The Rosenbergs. The Rosenbergs. Happy Hanukkah. It's pretty, yeah. I mean, he doesn't flat out say they put me with a Jewish family, yes. but he's like, she put me with the Rosenbergs. The Rosenbergs. They don't celebrate. Is that stereotyping it over here? It definitely is. Sorry. It's funny, but, but they don't celebrate Christmas. Uh, and, yeah. and he, his life was pretty good. Yeah, an old Super 8 kind of, I kind of thought that was kind of cool, the intercut to like a... Uh, a little home movie thing. Home movie thing, yeah. like a Super 8 movie, uh, Catches Ricky getting adopted by the Rosenbergs, yep. living a normal life, acting like a normal kid, not some freak show with a killer for a brother. Right. You know, he even says, like Andy said, it wasn't bad, he was 12 years old, mind you, too. At this point. Yes. Yeah, one day he's out with Mrs. Rosenberg. Mrs. Calls, Rosenberg. Calls her mom. Yep. Uh, and a couple of nuns start walking down the street and really freak him out. And he has a he has a flashback, Nick, because the nuns walked into a clothing store and there was some sort of red curtain. Ricky's got to deal with the color red. Yes, he's sort of um, triggered, like a bull, the yeah. color red. And and uh, he has some sort of uh, Mrs. Rosenberg thinks it's a seizure. Yeah, because he, that's he doesn't like the nuns, right? Because two nuns are walking down the street as his uh, his adopted mom is spoke speaking to a friend. Yeah, two nuns are walking down the street. Little freak out. Sounds like the setup to a joke, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> couple nuns, nuns walking down the street. Down One the street. of them says the other. No, uh, yeah. but I mean, couple yeah. of nuns are walking down the street, but yeah. then also like they, 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 in the window, someone's putting up like because it's the holidays, putting up red. Yeah. Little fucking Ricky doesn't like the color red or nuns, and it probably reminds of him watching his brother die. Uh, and having blood uh, squirt out of him as his um, his brother was shot to death. As his brother was shot yeah. to death, his adopted mom, Mrs. Rosenbig, seems to kind of understand this. Right. They take him back to Sister Mary, who convinces them to keep him. You know, you're doing him some good to, you know, ad adopting this young boy. Yeah, it seems Mr. like the Rosenbergs Rosenberg. are good yeah. people. They were, and, and Mr. Rosenberg said something like, you know, he's my son. I I want to help him and blah blah blah. So the, the commitment to them was great. I mean, again, yeah. not, they weren't really explored. But five years later, he says his stepdad dies, and I thought yeah. that I thought it was like Mr. Rosenberg. I think but, it was no, it was definitely Mr. Yeah. Rosenberg. But I yeah. just and that's even in my notes. I'm like, yeah. do you call your adopted dad stepdad? I thought Maybe he was called dad the 80s. or Mr. Rosenberg. Know. Yeah. But, you know, he's also aged 30 years. Oh, Ricky? Well, I mean, it's funny because they show Ricky. He's much older. Much older. He was he's 12, 17. but he's supposed to be 17. 17. Here, yeah. and, but then when he, and he's a different person. So when he's yeah. 12-year-old, different person, 17-year-old. Makes sense. Right. But when they when he goes from 17 to 18, it's a different Totally person. different actor. Yeah. Yeah. I, and he's and he's also, like, huge. Like, he's <laughs> yeah. pumping iron and doing push-ups every day. Um, one year. <laughs> he gets one like, year. Yeah. His hair gets lighter. <laughs> he hit puberty late. Plastic 17. surgery. Yeah. Uh, but again, so. his stepdad does die, and uh, you know, so he, he took it hard. He took it hard, so he just needed some time. So yeah. that's when we find out he used to walk the back roads. He talks about going out walking uh, for hours by himself in a in a shirt and tie or a collared shirt and sweater. Yeah, yeah. I know when I ever, whenever I go totally. for a walk, I dress up. Look at me. Yeah, you got to be formal. Yeah. Um, and one day, this is still flashback, by the way. All of this is still him talking to the psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's important to remind people. I wrote that in yeah. my notes. We haven't caught up to the present yet. This is still... Yeah, he's just talking. Yeah, I mean, he's talking about his memories. We don't really get to that until the end of the movie. Exactly. So. He, he came upon a couple on a picnic. That's Eddie and Paula. Yeah, I think was her name. Um, and Eddie is kind of they're on a picnic, and Eddie's getting frisky with Paula. In the beginning, to, it's nice. She's yeah. like, he's my boyfriend, and it's cool. But then he starts; she's not comfortable. She doesn't want to go all the way. No means no, right. fucking Eddie. You Eddie's getting handsy. Dick. Yeah, 
no means no. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so he kind of gets, ins- and uh, little Ricky takes notice. Right. 17-year-old Ricky. I'm always going to call him little Ricky. Little Richard. Little Richard. A bamboo. Let me see your boobies. Um, died last year. Little Richard. Died, he used to, he died used, in 2020. Yeah. He, Another yeah. casualty of shitty 2020. Um, anyway. But he, he sees this uh, girl getting assaulted by her boyfriend. Like, right. You know, he, he's kind of pushing her a little too far. He actually hits her. He hits her. He says, oh, fuck this. I'm going to go get a beer. Leaves her to herself in the field. Right. Walks to his red. His red Jeep. His red Jeep. And that's where we see it's little cool shot. Yeah, it is. Because uh, Eddie, <laughs> Eddie reaches into the, like, the cooler in his Jeep. And then he comes walking around the front. And as he passes the front of his Jeep, the camera reveals Ricky in the driver's seat. Like, he wasn't there. And then he was there. He's like a ninja. They do a lot of those shots, movie theater stuff. Like it was kind of cool. They they did uh, quickly yeah. get Ricky into the driver's seat of this Jeep. Starts run, it up. Runs him over. Multiple times. Yeah, <laughs> he I mean, backs over him and runs him over. Runs, you know, yeah. <laughs> all the while screaming, punish, right. naughty. Naughty. The girl notices this, but she thanks him. She says, thank you. Similar to the kill in part one, where in the stock room, you know, remember where he's getting too handsy with, I, I can't remember the name, but. Oh, in the first movie, yeah. yeah. Andy. That guy's name was Andy. Oh, yeah. we need a cough button for you, hey? Andy started getting a little too frisky with the, I think that uh, Billy, again, I'm, ta- I'm going back to part one. Mm-hmm. He wants to save her, Billy does, in part one, so he strangles and kills uh, Andy. Right, with a string of lights. She freaks out, so the girl watches him kill Andy and says, you're a weirdo, stop, stop, stop. Right. But again, this is Billy. Yeah. This girl in part two just says, thank you. Thank you. you. Paul. That was my boyfriend. Again, yeah. you know, it's there's no excuse for hitting or any kind of assault. No, but there still, isn't. I still think, like... She would be a little distraught. Yeah, not say thank you. I think she'd say, like, hey, so, buddy. Yeah. Hey, man, let's, let's walk. Let's call the cops. You just killed my boyfriend. I understand he was not a great guy, but you killed him. He Instead, kinda, she thanks him. Yeah. We, yes. And so, weird, but Very whatever. Weird. And he, but Billy is kind of going back to watching his mom. Yeah. But he was such a, he was his kid. After so that. So how, how does he, sorry. He was sorry. a baby. He was a baby. But how does he flash back to his mom getting. Oh, that's just creative license, I think. Uh, I know we got that. time constraints yeah. here, but I'm going to. We gonna, don't I'm have gonna, time constraints. I'm going to speak my mind on this one. I don't under, he, there's no way he was literally remembering you know, something from when he was a baby. But he was flashing back to it as he was yeah. watching Eddie. The director fucking... chose to show us some shots of his mom. Oh, Mr. Harry can suck my Harry. <laughs> I don't think. Oh. I don't. Yeah. All right. It, so... That's why I say creative license. There's no way he was remembering it. We fade up to Dr. Bloom writing red car in his notes. Yeah. You know, is it? It's obviously Dr. Bloom's made the connection with the I, color on red. On the second watch, I, I hit pause and looked at his notes. Oh, you did? Like, because he, yeah, he, he was... There was notes above and below it? Yeah, but yeah. And so he was writing that seems to be infatuated with red. Right. And Which is true. He hates a song by UB40, Red, Red One. Oh. If you play that, he would freak <laughs> he out. He freaks out. So. Red, red, one. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, cool. Well, uh, Ricky then goes on into another memory about when he was 18 as a dishwasher. Um, he's taking out the trash at the restaurant where he worked. No, it's the, uh, Shea Ritz across town. Oh, okay. He got a job as a muscle bus boy at oh. dishwasher. Yeah, but you had to be muscled. He was washing dishes. I know, but oh. he, he had to be muscled. Because? 
um, a lot of the the gay porn industry came to the Le Shea, oh, okay. Le Shea Ritz and like the muscles. They like the muscles. <laughs> okay, understood. Well, anyway, who's in the notes? I didn't know that he yep. was taking out the trash. And yes. he sees a guy shaking down a guy who owes him money. He hears what sounds like a squirrel getting his nuts squeezed. Yeah, those were his words. But it's a it's a guy who's credited as a loan shark. Loan shark, yep. Shaking down Rocco in the alley. There you go. For money. T- cough, up, cough up your money, Rocco, over here. I'm the loan shark. That's what I'm credited as in IMDb. Yes, right. Give me a pizza. Yeah. So then, yeah, Ricky... Uh, the load shark gives him a good beating, though. Yeah, but the, Ricky's like, this guy's bad. I got to punish him. Yeah, and <laughs> it is kind of funny because he's putting out the trash and he's big, muscly, white T-shirt, like fucking oiled skin, tan, bronze, abs that are ripped. Oh, my God. And so then I just... Oh. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, sorry. So... <laughs> Break you out of it. <laughs> so the, um, after the load shark gives him a good uh, a beating, uh, Rocco, we see Ricky kind of look at this and go punish so he walks towards Rocco and kind of bumps into him Loan Shark and Loan Shark says hey kid beat it get out of my way Mm -hmm. and uh, Ricky's not having this so he grabs a Loan Shark by the neck holds him up you know against the wall by his neck probably looking for something to kill him and he's like oh here's an umbrella sitting next to the trash (laughs) what color was it it was red and white yeah red and white so red's (laughs) freaking him out yep so it's a he, Santa-colored umbrella. Santa, yeah, or a candy cane. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Sponsored us on yeah, this episode. That's right. Sponsored the Cliff Kill Notes. Thank so you. holding up uh, the loan shark by the neck, Ricky takes this umbrella closed, guts it into the loan shark, stabs yeah. him all the way through the stomach, drops him to the ground as the umbrella opens, covered in blood, which I thought was great because, again, I went Mythbuster, but I was like, yeah, the, it went through. It went through his whole body. Yep. So, of course, it'd be covered in blood. A rain starts. Uh, a rain just automatically starts starts falling towards the earth, and the blood <laughs> is dispersed from the umbrella, and that is my... Dick kill. Dick kill. Dick Shot of the week. Shot of the week. Shot of the week. Dick shot. Kill the week. Dick shot. Kill the week. Definitely my dick kill shot. Thank you, Andy. That's a good one. Um, just because, I mean, a creative kill umbrella... Fun. I think and, it's our uh, first kill where somebody got stabbed by an umbrella that opened that's, up. That's what I'm kind of stoked on. So again, um, yeah. Th- again, I, like Andy always wants to put out this. He is telling a story. He is still in the psychiatric ward. Right. He is telling Doctor Bingo what's Bloom, Doctor Bloom, yeah, what is happening and like why he got here. At, at this point, Doctor Bloom is sweaty. We go back to Doctor Bloom listening to the story because he didn't know about these events. He must not have known about the umbrella killing. He must not have known about the car because he says the that. guy over. Ricky says that. Right. You're going to love this story. Yeah, Dr. Bloom is like, I didn't know about these things. And he he pulls out a handkerchief that's white and has a red and uh, a B, B sewn into it for, for Bloom. Head. Oh, Bloom. <laughs> and dabs his forehead realizing, "Oh shit, I don't want to I don't want this guy to see this red B. It might set him off." Totally. And stuffs it back in his that's pocket. Very, I thought it was kind of smart, you know, even as much as I'm kind of like down on this movie. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, they, they have some good uh, punish, uh, pun, punish. Punish. They have some good um, moments uh, well, that, that really bring it out. So that's when Dr. Bloom and Ricky start talking about punishment. <laughs> Discipline. He you says know, too many people get away with shit like that. Because yeah. so far, Ricky just told a story about two bad guys. Yep. Uh, you know, an abusive, assaulting boyfriend and a loan shark beating a dude up. So 
So oh. it's like I was justified. People get away with that shit all yeah. the time. These guys didn't. So punishment. And so Punish. the, the, the doctor says discipline. And he's like, well, it's all mm-hmm. the same fucking thing. So this is great. And this is when Dr. Bloom looks at Ricky and says, now let's talk about Jennifer. Jennifer. I want to bring this. Uh, and, he's, and Ricky says, eat shit. Yes, because obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about her. He doesn't want to talk about her, but uh, again, spoiling it, he's a love of our little psycho killer's life. Yeah. Uh, the lady who played Jennifer uh, was the skateboarder in Silent Madness. Betty, I think yeah. her name was. Becky? Betty? Barbara! Barbara! Barbara. Shit, come on, Nick. That was your dick, shell, dick shot kill for that episode. Yeah, because I really dug Silent... Uh, sorry, Silent Night, Deadly Night. I really dug uh, Silent Madness. Yeah. Uh, episode 56. Just a couple weeks ago. Just a couple weeks ago, she, you know, but it's so rad because Barbara only had a small part of the actress. That same actress was also in Friday the 13th, part seven. A small role. She really? played the role of Robin, but small. All right. So she's done some stuff. <laughs> so, oh, she does. I mean, her IMDb definitely credits her for a lot more stuff, but I'm talking yeah. about stuff that, you know, stuff that, that we, we care would... about. <laughs> but again, the skateboard, I mean, God, that was my dick kill shot. Like, she was rad. She, <clears> only, <throat> she was only, you know, like, she was only credited as the skateboarder, but right. uh, this is. Um, the love of his life. And so right. they kind of get into the story of how they met. Oh, Ricky was just backing up on his motorcycle. She bumped him she pretty bumped hard. Him. She bumped him with her car and knocked him, knocked him over. And and it was kind of a love at first sight sort of thing. Yeah, so they drive the backwoods of his bike yeah, and follow like a up. Montage. For, for the next 10 minutes, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's not 10 minutes. It's, a, it's 10 <laughs> minutes. I timed it. It's nothing but a motorcycle montage of them riding in the back, yep. uh, you know, on a motorcycle. She's on the back appreciating trees and the outdoors. And then sexy time. They make love. Yeah. They, uh, side boob, side butt. Side boob, side butt. And Ricky says it was it was my first time. I thought it was hers, too. Thought. But it wasn't hers. Yeah. Ricky's he's got t- abs he's for telling days. Dr. Bloomis, yeah. yeah. So. And I, I just made a note. He has abs for days. Uh, <laughs> See, I told you. So maybe you're right, man. I want to start yeah. looking up Eric Freeman in porn. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, wait. I did, Don't do it right are, now. Are we recording? Wait, right? Yeah, we're recording. Fuck. Maybe wait till we're done. All right. So he thought it was Jennifer's first time, uh, but it wasn't. It no. was his first time. And then we we flashed to them at the movies together. Yeah, they're, they're in a movie together. They're enjoying a flick, and they're seeing a preview of a movie called Chaos. More action. Yeah. More violence. <laughs> more death and destruction. And he's, like, looking at it like this. He like is this. enthralled. And she's like, you like this kind of shit? Uh, what? Yeah. And I this totally is, yeah. in the theater, like, there's not many people in the theater. There's an old man and his escort. And two rugrats is sitting in the back causing trouble yelling at the movie. They're like young punks, if you will. Right. And uh, this is when the movie starts. Oh, the movie that they're watching? Yeah, did you know? like The, the chaos Chaos was just a preview. Right, right. The yeah. actual movie. Yeah, because you remember like the, those those punks yeah. in the back are like, Ricky. Philip Hopkins like, start it up! <laughs> right, and they're just making fun. Um, they're bothering everybody, yeah. Those punks in the back. And uh, they actually, like, Ricky turns around at one point, and that guy's like, what are you looking at? He actually calls him the, the well, F word. Well, no, if he's, first he says, what are you looking at? And then, yeah. you know, she's like, Ricky, ignore him. So then they start talking, and she's like, I really like you. He yeah. goes in for a kiss. Right, and the guy's like... And he's like... Go ahead and smooch her. Yeah, so he does a smooch her, and then he says, yeah, that's what I thought, F word. Yeah, he uses the F word for a I don't like that. Man. I, yeah. It's not a great word. And um, Jennifer says, well, we know that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, uh, he's a, he looks like a young, like, Steve-O. You, you remember Jackass? He does, the, the, the guy who's being disruptive. Yeah, I, yeah. I tried to use some... Yes, 
Um, he does look like a young Steve-O. And uh, this is, so it's kind of letting you know that this guy is probably uh, going to die. Right. But uh, we find out the movie that they came to watch, Andy. Yeah, Ricky's like, what's this about? What's this and movie she's about? Like, oh, it's great. It's about a guy who dresses like Santa and kills people. And he's like, and it's, what? It's the same footage from Silent Night, Deadly Night 1, Nick. It's the same footage from the first guy in that movie who was dressed as Santa who robbed a convenience store and then later killed Ricky and Billy's parents. It's the same footage from that movie. Now, in a movie, in, in this movie... That they're sorry. watching. I'm it's sorry, so I'm too much. I'm box sorry. within a box within a box. I mean, <laughs> but, but he Ricky's leaning over when she tells yeah. him this. He looks at the screen and goes, "Because obviously he knows." Like he's like, "What?" Yeah, they made a movie about my brother's life. Because I mean, that's what <laughs> that's probably what it is. Like Lifetime Channel presents <laughs> the Billy Killer Santa, Santa or whatever. Billy Bells. Yeah, like you know. Um, but and, I just thought it was funny as shit too. Like how right. they brought up the the scene. So he just kind of looks at. He just looks at the screen and goes, punish. Yeah. He and fucking splits. He splits because there's a dude making noise in the back, and he's sort of triggered. Punish. And that's when Jennifer's ex-boyfriend. Leaf Garrett. Chip. From Party Line. Not Leaf Garrett. It's Leaf Garrett from Party Line. It looks a little like him, but that's not It's him. Leaf Garrett. You remember the movie Party Line? I episode 45. Yep. We had one of, it's one of our best fights. Yep. We got a fight on that one? Yep. Who okay. doesn't play by the rules? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's anyway, a fun one. Anyway, so... It's 40, not episode, episode 45. No, it's not, but he looks like him. <laughs> he looks a lot like him. And his name is Chip. His name's Chip. Um, it was cool because he's trying to get back with Jennifer, and she's just like, no. You know, she one, she tells him uh, he ruined her best sweater, which I'm not really sure what that was about. but Don't put a black light on it. <laughs> it's a funny, yeah, funny line. And <laughs> um, it was... Uh, uh, there was a girl, another girl in the theater sort of looking from across the way at Chip, and, and Jennifer yeah, he's says... On, he's on a date. Yeah, Jennifer says, the meter's running, Chip, or are you using your credit card, implying that that girl is an escort of some sort, right? And Chip's just like, you know, if she, she keeps me in shape, well, not, you know, a lot better than you did, but I, I'll, you know, get back with you anytime. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, that's I'll be around weird. all summer, you know. I'm here, I yeah. love you, I, no, I don't, I'm here, I want to get with you again, yeah. girl. Yeah, She's not digging it, though. No. She's not, she, I think she really does like, uh, little, Ricky. little Ricky. Ricky, uh... In the meantime, is killing <laughs> the moviegoer. And, and in the meantime, while all this is happening, yeah, he's uh, in back the back row. Does he does he kill the movie the, the the annoying guy's friend? I this is what my thought was, and I wrote this down. Annoying okay. guy, Steve, annoying Steve-O punk rat kid that's sitting in the back. Yeah, he has a buddy that's kind of slumped in his chair with a mustache, and yeah. he's sort so, of a Ron Jeremy, sort of a Ron Jeremy, a young Ron Jeremy. <laughs> he looks so wasted as hell. Yes. So, Steve-O, who's probably up on a little cocaine, and, like, he's going back and forth talking to, like, trying to tell him the plot of the movie. The young Ron Jeremy, right. I think, is just so wasted that... He just... Ricky just pulls him away. Grabs him away and just pushes okay. him away. So, we don't want to count that guy as a death, is what I'm trying to get at. I, I, you don't see it. No. I, I mean, you know. maybe, but I think that would be noise. You, there would be, but then the next thing you know mm. is you see popcorn... Mm flying up and this noisy guy's leg in the air. Ricky looks at him and, and goes, Ricky, punish. Yeah, Ricky's obviously killing him right there in the back row. Of the no, he, no, actually, it wasn't, he didn't say punish. When Steve-O comes back to look, or the guy who looks like Steve-O comes back to look at him, he, he thinks he's talking to his friend, Ron Jeremy, but it's Ricky, Ricky sitting there and he goes, shh, yeah. naughty. 
And then, and yes. then he, yeah. he either beats the hell out of the guy or he kills him. I'm going to say he kills him, though. Oh, he kills yeah. him. Yeah, all right. Oh, he's dead. Yeah. Uh, sometime he, later. No, no. And then, you know, so after he kills him, he joins uh, Jennifer. Right. And she's just like, she's obviously distraught because Chip was just there hitting on her again. And she wants to split. She wants to split. And he's like, no, I'm, I like this movie. <laughs> obviously, because it's about your fucking brother. <laughs> it's about your brother's life. So they must stay. But sometime later. They meet, uh, they're walking down the street. In a neighborhood, in a beautiful little neighborhood. I think it's like a gated community because there's a security guard. I I thought it was Barney Fife. Yeah, well, he's labeled security, not police. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, and and in the credits, he's Rent-A-Cop. Oh, shit. That's why I think this is a gated community. No, I dig it. That's what I even wrote. This is a beautiful fucking neighborhood. I didn't didn't say, I said it's a beautiful neighborhood. They're walking in a beautiful neighborhood. Everything's groovy. Yep. You know, they're they're talking about going on a motorcycle ride. It's really like a Hallmark movie. At this point. But guess who's working on his red Mustang? His red car. It's Chip. Chip. It, Chip, you know, if we didn't do a good job of explaining it, Chip is like the stereotypical, like, stuck-up asshole. Frat guy. Frat guy yeah. boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend. He's there on the street. It's another red car. He's essentially, you know, oh, I knew you'd come back around to Jennifer. And she's just like, you know, shut up, bug off, whatever. Um, he grabs Jennifer by the arm. And that's when Ricky gets in, you know, and sort of pushes her away and gets in between and says, what does he say? Like, punish or knock it off? Punish. Punish. And and Chip's just like, oh, it speaks, you yeah. know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which... <laughs> And this is a big dude. I mean, yeah, Ricky's huge. Ricky's huge. I mean, I would say six three, six four. He's muscles built. built, abs of a fucking Greek god. Why is Chip thick enough? <laughs> Chip doesn't Chip, know his place. Chip, seriously, five four, balding, Leaf Garrett. Well, Chip is it's definitely like Leaf Garrett against goddamn. Yeah, you know, Chip is scrawnier. Leaf Garrett versus The Rock, uh, and uh, Ricky proceeds to. Um, what does he do? He hits Chip's head against the uh, the open um, open hood of the car. He grabs the alligator clips for the battery, and he clips them into Chip's mouth. And there's a special effects here: electricity sizzling around and on Chip, and then his uh, sunglasses explode, like his eyeballs explode. His eyeballs explode after uh, he electrocutes from the battery. And that's my dick kill shot of the week. Dick kill, dick kill. shot of the week. Dick shot, kill of the dick week. Shot. Kill of the week. <laughs> that is a creative uh, kill, Andy. It's yeah. He uses the car battery on um, Chip's tongue, I guess, and fries his head, and his eyes explode. His eyes explode, and this, of course, freaks Jenny Jennifer the fuck out. Yeah, you would think Jennifer would have said thank you, like yeah. Paula did earlier in the movie, <laughs> but she doesn't. She I mean, correctly goes, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I hate you, Ricky. Get yeah. out of here. So of course he says. You know, like, this is my favorite line. I recorded this because it's definitely going on our social media. Okay. Uh, I recorded two things, but this is the first one. After she freaks out, he goes, punish. He freaks out, and he he looks at her and goes, punish. And she goes, "Uh uh-oh. Yeah, it starts to run away. (laughs) She just, I just love it. uh She goes, "Uh uh-oh. I don't know why both Jody and I just were cracking up because <laughs> it really like he's just because maybe outside the bedroom that means something else. Yeah, like, she's she's it's worried. It's not a safety yeah, word. It's yeah. not a safety. Oklahoma, <laughs> like shenanigans, <laughs> spaghetti, uh, Armageddon, and so um, I pay my taxes. He grabs but. the antenna off of the the car <laughs> goes, and strangles Uh-oh. her. He kills her with the antenna. Yeah, he wraps around her neck and uh, and kills her. Kills the love of his <laughs> life. 
Yep. Um, and then to kind of starts uh, a little spree here. Yeah, yeah. This is spree, but this is when I have Deputy Fife. But yeah. I now that's rad that you you know he's a security guard. The car says security. His uniform says security, and he pulls up. He, um, yeah. He try, he's going to try to calm down and put some cuffs on Ricky, and we know that's not going to happen. Right. He points the gun in Ricky's face. Ricky grabs the gun quickly and points it back at the security guard totally. as the trigger gets pulled and shoots the guard in the head. And Ricky has a gun now. Yeah, and it's Ricky has a gun. Ricky has a, a gun. gun. Dun, let me see your butt. Hey, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Yeah. This movie does have some... We're going to go over the kill counts. I know it's like, you know, yeah. as we usually do here to slash you. Yeah. But... I mean, this is now gun heavy too. Didn't we just have another gun heavy? I mean, this is now like a lot of kills. Right. Um, last week in um, last week we had a the first kill of the movie was a gun. Yeah. So the redeemer. The redeemer, yeah. son of Satan. Um. Yeah. So now, uh, Ricky is walking the streets of this beautiful neighborhood in a giddy, psychotic mood. Like, I mean, a giddy, you know, chaotic. Like he's he's laughing to himself. He's walk, you know. It's, you know, like a concerned neighbor walks out, Andy. Hey, and what's all the noise yeah, out hey, here? Hey, what's happening out over here? I called him Jersey Guy because he's wearing guy. a jersey. Yeah. Like a, like a sports jersey. It has like number 22 on it or yeah, something. Yeah, what's going on out here? Hey, what's going on over here? And Ricky just shoots him. And blood splatters all over the front porch. Yeah. And I mean, he's got a handgun, it's a revolver, and it's like 50 yards away or 60. And he's a crack shot. He's a crack shot. Damn, that guy's dead. This is another one that became a meme, or even before memes were memes, but people love this uh, line. A guy's just putting out his garbage, Andy. It's it's recycling day. It's yard waste day. A yeah. guy's just putting out his trash, and Ricky yells, garbage day. I recorded that. Oh, good. <laughs> You'd think that Hilarious. guy. So was that guy. Garbage day. Was that guy deaf? Did he not hear the. The, Ricky just shot a man, and this guy's out there like like nothing's going on, credit, taking out his trash. He's credited as a deaf, mute trash guy. Liar. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I wasn't trying to do that as fake. Nah. But. but it was funny. <laughs> it was a little not, continuity, but yeah, yeah. Ricky's just garbage, garbage drink and blows that guy away. And so then a little girl comes up on a bike, and I'm like, rad, a little girl's going to get executed. Uh, which really? I know, does that make me sound weird? It does, because I don't think that's rad. Well, no, we're not saying rad, but I mean, it's like we've seen kids. We've talked about when kids yeah. get killed in, in our slash. the fact like, that your brain goes rad. This little girl's gonna get killed. Whoa. When if it was a dog, you'd be like, "No, yeah, I, I hope he's not gonna listeners. kill the dog." I don't care. A ferret. It could be a ferret unless you see kill the ferret. No. Hey, Redeemer when she killed the fucking pigeon. Mm. No. I was totally like that too. But this little girl. Yeah, yeah rat. Killer. Who cares? But she has a red ribbon in her hair. Triggered. Yeah, but is that oh shit! But yeah. it is a killer. She no. says, "Excuse me, Mister." And he's like, "That's okay. That's she, okay, sweetheart." Yep. So let's her go by. Let's her go by. And uh, <laughs> so now someone's just driving down the street, Andy. This was uh, one person in the car? I would assume one. Uh, that's what I did because it's for kill count purposes. Yes, kill count. It's one person. He fires at the car and, you know, the windshield, couple in the windshield, couple in the one in the grill. The and he car. Goes, Bingo! Yeah, and the car just kind of does a light tip it, over. It swerves into like some a pile of dirt or something and it flips. Just a light flip. It's construction. There were no way you would die, but. It flips over. It flips over. Maybe if you want your seatbelt, you might get hurt. And it explodes That's, like a nuclear. Yeah, just what happens to cars Mom. in the in Maybe the it was 80s. a Yugo. Maybe it was a Yugo. You remember Yugos? Are we dating ourselves? The Volkswagen Rabbit. I've read that um, most of our listeners are of age, probably, where they would know that. But any time a car oh, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. 80s flips over, it must explode. And, and this car is no different. 
So he mm. shot it. It flipped over. He goes, bingo, and it explodes. And this is a scene, uh, a forgotten scene that was deleted, left on the um, cutting room floor. Uh, it was, um, hello, 911. A good-looking preppy guy is walking in the middle of our street with a gun in his hand. Brendan Fraser? Young? Yeah, he kind of does look like him. <laughs> it was That was left up. Oh, it was. All right. Well, sorry, Edie. I um, think you're right, though. He does look a lot like a younger Brendan we put Fraser. that on our. We just put that on our uh, on the Instagram on the Instagram slash you podcast dot com. Yes. I mean underscore po- slash you underscore podcast. Yeah, I'll love that again. Let's try that on again. I just put that if you look like Brendan Fraser up on Instagram <laughs> slash you underscore podcast. Um, <laughs> everyone agreed. We didn't have one person, and I'm talking like thousands of votes. Thousands. Not yeah. one person disagreed. No, it, it's because it's 100 percent true. Um, but the cops finally do catch up. He puts the gun to his head and pulls the trigger, but and he's guys, out of bullets. Yeah, but that's what I want to find out. It's a revolver. It's a six-shooter. Correct. So one to the head of the... One to the head of the security guard, one to Jersey guy, one to... One to trash guy, and then he must have taken three shots at the car. Yeah, he did. Two in the windshield, one. Yeah. Hey! Very accurate. Yeah. So there's some continuity, finally, that worked. And, um... But he just it's does. funny because the cops are like, drop the gun. We're going to arrest you. You're under arrest. Blah, blah, blah. And he puts it to his head, and they all start going, don't, don't do it. it. It's not worth it's it. Not There's worth more it. to go with. Life's too short. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're all super Sunny D. sympathetic. Like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're right. I wrote that, too. I was like, your abs are great. Uh, yeah. And, <laughs> and he pulls the trigger. You and pay your taxes. He has no, no bullets left, so they end up arresting him. And now we've caught up. Yes, I just want to bring, this has all been a story. This is him recounting it All to the doctor. All this time, this is a story he's telling Dr. Norman about the love that he had with Jennifer. 49 minutes into our podcast, this has been a story. Well, this is yeah. great because, I mean, it really does. I mean, this yeah. is when it starts really kind of cutting quick but this has all been a story that he's telling to dr norman bloom um dr bloom god what the fuck dr henry bloom is not even close to norman what is friedman. Dr. norman norman friedman or wherever you got it is that a <sighs> character in something you're writing or no do you have autocorrect or something? <laughs> oh god <laughs> he's been telling all this dr bloom yes and we get there uh, but guess what he dr bloom he's telling like the story too he's dr. wrapping up yep but guess what? Dr. Bloom's dead. Ricky killed him. Choked him with the tape in the in the reel-to-reel. I, I'm not going to lie. The first time I watched that, I was surprised because he's continuing to talk, so it shows kind of his delusion. Yeah. Not sounding cinephilish here, but he <laughs> he does kind of like he continues to talk to him after he's killed him. He's telling yeah. the story, so I kind of feel like he killed him. And how did he get it on tape? Because they, they, they play the kill on tape. But anyway, I think he kills him after or while he's... Probably while he's telling the story about his love with Jennifer gone wrong. And um, we kind of, the camera kind of zooms in on the tape recorder and you can hear some commotion and people yelling like, he's loose. Oh no. And yeah. And the, the reel to reel finishes up. The one reel ends and the, and a hand stops it. And it's uh, sister Mary and a detective who are like, we got to figure out where he is. Yep. I just saw, I just saw that it was a cool shot before he leaves. He does take a cigarette, puts it out on the photo. Oh, yeah. We, we did forget that Dr. Bloom does present a photo to uh, a photo of Jennifer to Ricky. Ricky. And, yeah. you know, again, like, eat shit, Doc. I don't want to talk about it, but which he finally does. But yeah. he puts a cigarette out on that picture, walks by the dead Dr. Bloom. And, uh, you know, like, as Andy said, the detectives are now here. The police are at the psychiatric ward. Right. They're putting everything together about Ricky and his persistence. Probably to kill Mother Superior. This is where they figure he's going to go. But Sister Mary explains the orphanage closed years ago. Mother Superior had a stroke. 
and she's long since not worked there. It's closed. So how would he know where to go? And and the detective's like, he's got to find her. So we got to get there. We got to get there first. That's a good point because yeah. I you never figure out how they find Mother Superior. She you know again she she does make a cameo a different actress of course right right but she it was, looks enough like her where I was like oh okay I couldn't because I mean because again they showed her in the beginning no don't laugh at me Andy please I'm, I love how you just disagree with me no no in my opinion Nick it looked a lot like the well, woman from opinion, the first movie and she's like ten years older at this uh, point so but my opinion's wrong no go ahead no that's cool. Apparently, it's not. You're growling over there. No, you I'm just saying, like, if it was a true crime podcast, this would, our, our arguments would be appreciated. It's a different actress, but it, she looks enough okay, like her. I guess, no, all joking aside, I mean, yeah. of course, I'm playing around, but uh, <laughs> audience, our students, just in case you're concerned, no, Andy and I are fine. Mom and dad are fine. Go back to right. bed. It's fine. Um, no, but they, they just shore so much in the first 40 minutes, of I understand, course, in so. the flashback stuff. <laughs> yeah. and, and again, I'll bring up Mother Superior because there's questions I have as well. We um, cut to what we just hear the next thing. It's, yeah, it's audible. It's, just keep burping. I got him. I, I'm sorry. This, this, How I, do you not hear that? I don't know. I got to turn you up, I guess. Don't embarrass me in front of the students. <laughs> so anyway, it's he's obviously escaped. It's Christmas Eve. Or it's almost midnight. I don't know. It's Christmas. It's, 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 it is Christmas Eve. All right. Yeah. But it's get close to Christmas at this point. The evening, a man is dressed as Santa Claus and he's trying to collect money for homeless kids. It's the Salvation Army. It's the bell ringer. Yeah. With the but, red I mean, bucket. But yeah, it says drop a buck for homeless kids. Right. It's the red bucket. Yeah. The and you red. hear the guy ringing the bell. And uh, I wrote, you know, it's a Salvation Army Santa uh, that we just hear. Uh, a struggle. We hear the guy saying, "Come on, drop a buck to help the kids," yep. and we hear a struggle, and then the camera pans past the bucket, which is kind of tilted and open and you know, askew. And um, good word, askew. Yeah, thank you. And then we get to a phone booth with a man dressed as Santa. As the camera tilts up, and it's Ricky on the phone with somebody who answers, "Hello," and he goes. Santa's back or whatever he says Santa's coming punish you know, punish <laughs> hangs up and walks out as the camera reveals the dead you know Salvation Army Santa leaning against the outside of the phone booth I have this he killed a guy and took the Santa suit you know why I think why because it's uh the movie's called Silent Night Deadly Night Part 2 yeah I think that might have something to do with it <laughs> I, mean, I wrote that in my notes, and it's, I'm like, uh, if it doesn't have a guy dressed as Santa <laughs> killing people, it's not really. Side note, too, I've heard bad things about Silent Night or those Salvation Army people. Oh, really? The ding, 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 ding. Like what? Like that, they steal that, the money, or? Well, like if I did it and I'd put a Santa hat, like I, let's say I just invested in, like you know, I went on Amazon and got like a twelve dollar Santa outfit. Yeah. People would probably give me money. Like I'm all I have to, I, like legally, I only have to donate twenty percent of that. Really? That's what I make. Someone check me if I'm wrong. Interesting. You know, I hey, never... Siri, you know, like, I, I don't know, but I, I, I don't give them to anymore. I used to. I sometimes throw a spare change in there, hey, but nowadays you. I yeah, just pay thank... in credit card. Yeah, so you know, I almost just, never. You're just, you're just giving someone's uh, meth problem. Okay. Good job. Merry Christmas. Whatever. Andy. Fine. <laughs> so be it. I think it should all just be legalized anyway. So. Oh, why not say that? Yeah, of course, we agree on that. Uh, but, yeah, we've taken 10 minutes to talk about how he's escaped yeah. and he got a Santa suit. Well, he was on the phone with Mother Superior. Yep. Because now we're, the camera goes to her. Her hang, house. Hanging up the phone. Why does this nun wear the nun habit, the, the you know, the uniform, the habit, at home in a house? Don't, don't nuns live in, like, a, you know... I think she's retired. 
Okay, so she just wears the the black and white habit around the house. Yeah, I've been wearing Vans for like I couldn't. I don't feel like I could wear another shoe. And sure. I'm not I'm not a 12 year old girl that works at Target. So. I'm not Catholic. I don't know enough about it. Yeah. But my understanding is that nuns, you know, are like wives of Jesus or committed oh, I guess, yeah. to Jesus. And, and uh, there's there's cloistered names. there's cloistered nuns who are away from society in a you know a convent. But I my understanding was you know regular or uncloistered you know day to day nuns. Are, are you know live in like a community like a cloister like a like a like a convent maybe she but she lives in a house because she's retired from the orphanage but she's still wearing the habit the and, black and white uniform and don't you think if you're Just, not too yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's a question too and here's a second one that i want to follow up with you okay a question within a question why would you live on a house like 666 her address is 666 like, yeah, 666 elm street that's Probably obviously that's obviously a gag you know us to laugh at that a well, nun lives yeah, at 666. I mean, it's, I, I don't know yeah. if people catch it because they've only, they show it a couple times, but yeah. you're right. There's some good questions. And here's another one. We see Mother Superior. What happened to her face? Yeah. <laughs> it looks like she's seriously like Marty, you know, the accident from Slaughter she High. She has an acid burn. The acid burn, but does a stroke call, cause this? I don't no. know. I mean, they I'm, said she had a stroke, but strokes do not cause yeah. that. That looks like a, a burn Even on her in the, face. In the first, when we see little Billy grow up in the first Silent Night, Deadly Night, yeah. she does finally get into a wheelchair. She's in a wheelchair in that movie. And I was under, I was like trying to remember episode 19, our first watch of the first movie. Like, did she get injured? Did something splash in her face? No. They just said she had a stroke and retired from the orphanage, and for some reason she's got a big old... Half of her face looks like she's about to... It's the left half. She looks like Two-Face from Batman. Like, half of her face is all scarred up Sorry, I'm not a nerd. I don't know what that means. Okay, you're not a nerd. (laughs) Give me... Hold my hand. You're a a nerd enough, my friend. (laughs) No, but I know what you're saying. But you can't tell... To me, it looks like that old sci-fi 80s alien, like where they would rip off their face. Or V. It was called V. Like, it looks like she's almost turning into an alien. Man in the Iron Mask sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. like, or, you know, <laughs> mask with share. No, I, but oh, she, she, you could tell the makeup. I, I don't understand why they did this. Yeah. I don't understand why they did this. I don't know. She lives at 666. She still wears her habit. And she uh, has half her face burned. And half her face burned. Yeah. So. And so she hears some kids playing outside. She's watching the Christmas she's parade. She's still an old, tired bitty. And she's just like, this is sinful. Uh, you know, they, they're not, they don't know the meaning of the sea. The reason for the season is Jesus. And, and all, she's looking at all this stuff and she's judging it. Like, she's watching TV and a parade yeah. starts. And yeah. they're like, this is the local, it's a big ass parade. Live it's from black- downtown. Yeah. So is that at midnight? I don't know. That would be a good idea. A parade at midnight on nighttime cri- parade. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'll be down for it. Um, but uh, she's, uh, you know, kids are playing outside of her house. Yeah. And a little San- a little toy Santa, you know, that you can wind up and it start and you know, probably play jingle bells. Walking on the. So I guess the kids are playing with it, but as it tips over, uh, Ricky in his Santa outfit comes with an axe and just destroys that little toy Santa. And the kids, kids scream. scream. Yep. And she, uh, this alerts Mother Superior to... Who's getting a little sherry. There's trouble. Yeah, she's... Well, maybe it's communion wine left over from her days as a... As a practicing nun. Oh, shit, I got pee. <laughs> she oh. she t- took Sorry, a little baby. communion wine Sorry, home. Baby. Edie's under the table here. Yeah. Um, and she... Uh, this alerts her that something's wrong. And Ricky axes his way into the house. And Mother Superior's upstairs, hides in a bedroom. And this is kind of what I thought, like, I kind of put, it's like uh, five minutes of Ricky axing through their house. Yeah. Some shining references, you know, where he axes through and, like, looks through, like, here's Ricky. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of <laughs> a lot of punish, a lot of naughty, you know. Yeah. Mother Superior's trying to get away from Ricky while wheeling around the house. By the way, Andy, not a 
house built for wheelchair accessibility, in my opinion. No, she had... Is that just me? It, she had one of those chairs, a uh, lift on the stairs, you know, because mm-hmm. she tried to get to it. Uh, she manages to go, like, lock herself in the bedroom as he's trying to exit on the door. She goes around, like, through another room, and while he's axing apart the TV, distracted... She wheels quietly wheels out to the top of the stairs, and I think she was trying to get into one of those lift chairs, which is going to go <laughs> really, <laughs> really, really slowly down the stairs. <laughs> like, You'll never get me, right? <laughs> like, like Ricky will be able to take the stairs two at a time and catch up to her right away. But he ends up, um, he ends up swinging the axe at the uh, wheelchair as she ducks out of it and falls down the stairs. Yeah. This it's poor a, old lady falls. A, you know. It's a really good, yeah, it's a good shot. And his axe gets stuck in the seat of the wheelchair, so he's occupied for a second. She manages to get up and into the wheelchair that's at the bottom of the stairs and just wheel along like nothing happened. Do you I have mean, to label them like wheelchair downstairs, wheelchair upstairs? It's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, I guess. If this one that, stays. That, that's what I, I never... I, I get into the lift. I go upstairs. I never saw the... Uh, the chair? Yeah, it's the, quickly. It's yeah, real quick. It's there. <laughs> I'm going to get this chair. I'll be safe. Yeah. You're like... Well, anyway, yeah. I, I, I thought that was funny. That made me laugh because, I mean, I don't know what she I was amazed that. that this, she's like an old lady. She's got to be like 70-something, 80-something, and fell down the stairs, no problem. Gets up, gets into a uh, another wheelchair. Yeah, and eight years away. later from then. So, yeah, yeah, she's definitely. Yeah. Maybe she's got um, the power of Christ compels her to get into that wheelchair and get going. Well, that's what <laughs> she told Ricky when he finally approaches her. She's like, I'm your mother. She has a knife from the kitchen, mm-hmm. and she's standing up to him because she knows she can't outrun him, so she's going to try to talk him out of it. No, she, she's not really talking him out of it by saying, accept your punishment, yeah. you're being naughty. She's trying to intimidate Two him. words that are not in his, that you don't want to say to him. Right. If you say punishment or naughty... Like, you know, don't, like, naughty and punishment are two horrible words for Ricky. So she's like, accept your punishment, Ricky. I'm your mother. You've been naughty. Right. And guess what? Ricky is so pissed that he finally takes an axe to her. Is she dead? We don't know right now. He swings it at her as they cut away to the rest of the cops yeah. showing up. Yeah, intercut to a car pulling up in front of the mother superior's house. They get inside. Is she asleep? They discover her sitting there at the kitchen or the dining room table, I guess. And, and Miss Sister Mary's like, Mother Superior, Mother Superior. And her head falls off. Ricky decapitated her. That should have been my. That's. that's should have been your. Yeah. Little honorable mention. <laughs> honorable mention, Dick Hill shot. Because yeah. I never want to see it, you know, as a slasher of this. We're, 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 we like this genre. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you root for people to die. You do. Uh, I agree. You know, and so Mother Superior, I wanted her to die in the first one. She was a, she, she was, was terrible. She, she she caused this. She exactly. was the reason for this. Yeah. Um, Sister Mary was like the, in the one, first one. The first one was like was hey, Sister Margaret. Margaret, that was hey, I want to help these kids out. I think there's another approach. She's right. like, no, you'll never do this. It was, uh, yeah, it was all ignore it. And so it'll I'm go glad away. She... suppress it, suppress it, so, and well, yeah. It's kind of so. so that's kind of like a dickhead of the week. But she anyway. got hers. Yeah, so, so and of uh, of course Ricky is then shot by the detective. He falls through the patio doors, and yep. we are left with a creepy smile on his face. Uh, towards the end of the movie, a very creepy smile, and it's very similar to stage fright. Do you he, remember? Yeah, because uh, he knocked down. 
they knock down Sister Mary. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, they yeah. did. So and they, they shoot they, Ricky. Yeah, and so is Sister Mary dead? She's oh. on the floor, and the cops like, you know, wait, wait, I'll help you up. He's gone, and she rolls over and sees the decapitated head of Mother Superior, and she screams, and the yeah. camera shows Ricky's eyes opening up. He's still alive. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it reminds me of Stage Fright. Remember, like yeah. that was just yeah. uh, another recent episode that I think. Yeah, uh, just a couple weeks ago too. Uh, it's Stage episode fifty-five. But so. you know, again, um, a lot of people in this flick. Uh, do you remember that Sweet Sixteen movie that we saw yeah. with a long-haired, beautiful um, uh, Native American uh, gentleman that played? You know the. Oh right. The Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, I don't room. remember his name, but I remember you talking about. He yeah. was credited in this movie. Like, really? Yeah. So. Uh, I want to go back and figure that out, but there's a lot of things going in this movie that 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 have a lot of references. And I know that's just going to continue to happen as we continue to watch a lot of these movies. Are we going to watch part three next Christmas? Because <laughs> part three is a continuation. Oh, we're going to talk about that this. after we. But <laughs> but you know what we forgot? And of course, Ricky. You know he he he, he does smile and yeah. Uh, like what falls on his face as the as before we get to the RC. Like, it's falls a, like something is like falls out and then it pauses and then the credits roll. I don't recall. I thought it, I was, it looks like a Santa hat or oh, someone's gonna oh, snowflakes. No, no, <laughs> he's he's dead. No, he, blood. Oh, shit, Jody I guess I didn't uh, notice. Anyway, roll credits. Yeah, and that's Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two, using tons of stock footage from Part One. So uh, both of them are on Tubi. You know, tis the season. We watched this one on Tubi. Uh, the first one's on Tubi. Um, if you just want to watch this one, you don't have to watch the first one. If you want to watch them both, that's fine. But you are essentially watching the same movie uh, for a lot of this one. Um, the part, the th third one came out in a video. It's 1989. So oh, we so could, we could. Yeah, we maybe could. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Can I just I, go ahead and read what the... Do you want to read the description? So yeah. Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 3. The comatose Ricky Caldwell reawakens and begins to sock a blind woman with whom he shares a psychic connection. Okay. Uh, and just so you know, Bill Mosley, not Eric Freeman, plays uh, Ricky. So it's a different character. So yeah. this is, time has gone by and Ricky was in a coma. There's a Dr. Norman. Yeah. I'm just kidding. It's Dr. <laughs> Newberry. No one from the original is in this one that I'm seeing. No one from part two? Part two, yes. So, okay. But, but it is Ricky. Who, who shares a psychic connection with a blind woman. An hour and 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Who begins stalking He's, a blind woman with who he shares. We're definitely fucking so watching that next it year. it goes... We're going to watch all the way to part five. So the fifth, we should. fifth season of Slash yeah. U, we're watching part five. I read, There's a lot more, sorry. I read ahead the descriptions of part four and part five. It... It gets, Mickey Rooney's in part five. It gets really wacky and strange. Oh, sorry. So, sorry. Are you kicking uh, my dog? No, no. I, I'm, I'm going over her. Hey, gotcha. listen. You want to take a quick break, and we'll, um, we'll yeah. kill count, yeah. and we'll be right back. <laughs> and we've been talking. This has been fun. Yeah, we'll be right back. And we're back. Yes, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. Well, you can watch this movie if you've not seen Part 1. You'll get everything you need to yeah, know. You won't every miss. kill, every story. So right. go ahead. You and, will uh, get the best parts, honestly, of Part 1. I mean, there's still some stuff that wor worth watching in Part 1, like some... Those funny characters in the toy store where he worked and stuff like that. But I agree. If you're just out to know the main plot points of part one, watch part two because it hits it all. So the kill count. Ready? Kill count. All right. So uh, I need to 
review here. Get them in order. So there's no, no. Um, there's Eddie, the handsy boyfriend, was run over. And I'm only, I'm not counting flashback kills. We should put that. We're not counting the kills that flashback to review I'm part one. That I'm ready to go. Okay, so it's Eddie, the handsy boyfriend, where he run over. Uh, Ricky ran him over with his own jeep. Then there's that loan shark guy. Uh, who got stabbed with the umbrella? That was Nick's to kill shot. <laughs> then there's the um, noisy uh, movie moviegoer guy, Steve O looking guy. Uh, we didn't really see how he died, but we assume he's dead. And then there was Chip, the ex boyfriend, who was uh, fried with the battery clipped to his tongue. That was my to kill shot. Uh, yep. And then right after that was Ricky's girlfriend Jennifer. Yeah. She got strangled. Uh oh. <laughs> and then Ricky went on a little spree with the revolver. He yep. killed the security guard. Yep. Then he killed, like, uh, I called him Jersey Guy. Jersey Guy. Came out like, hey, yep. what's going on? Plam, plam. And then Garbage Day. Garbage Day. Killed yeah, that guy. Uh, and then he shot a car, which flipped over and exploded. Mm-hmm. That's another one. And then Dr. Bloom, where we now catch up to the present. Uh, and then he went and killed the Salvation Army Santa, or the charity Santa guy. Oh, and yeah. Stole the Santa outfit. And Mother Superior. Twelve. Do we count him? Ricky? No, he. we can't count him. His eyes open and we know he's in part three. Oh, uh, yeah, so 12. So, 12. 12 days of Christmas, baby. Hey, good call <laughs> and on that. And a partridge in a pear tree. tree. Andy, that was a good call because they. that means there was 10 kills in the first one. Because they counted this. When I, they did a spoiler kill count. Okay. They said 22 in this movie. But I think they're counting everything that we see. The flashback stuff. The flashback stuff. Well, we here at Slash U are major cinephiles. And we wanted... What the fuck did you just say? The technicality there was we didn't want to count the kills from the first movie because we counted them in episode 19 when when we did the first movie. We counted them back then. So... We have to also discuss uh, real quick. I wanted to bring this up at the beginning. Um, and this is just about me, but it is a, my first active screenplay that I ever wrote. Well, Ooh. I wrote one before and I did a short film, but I wrote, a, I wrote a thing called, I wrote a screenplay called Discarded. Okay. And it's uh, a, a quick tagline is horror comes to life after the holidays. But the, you know, the log line, if you will, is old discarded Christmas trees mysteriously come to life and unleash terror in a small idyllic community after the holidays. I'd watch that. Yeah. I mean, it's campy and stupid and slashy, but I've already got the views in my mind and, you know, but and it won some awards. That's great. And. Congrats. <laughs> and again, I'm not, this isn't, I just, you know, instead of like. I hope one day I can use this you podcast for good. To your own like, horn, man. That's... I want to use this podcast for good, and <clears throat> I want to uh, really start producing the fuck. I, I, I want to make this film. You want to make Discarded? Mm-hmm. I think it's a great concept because you told me how you came up with the idea for this movie. That yeah. You were out for a walk, and there's, you know, every year you get the Christmas trees that are laying on the curb for the garbage pickup. And didn't you, you and Jody were out and you said to her like, we were doing, yeah. Cause we do dry January, you know, yeah. let's, let's, so you guys were out for a walk. Did you, you said like, what if that came to life? I said it to a buddy first. We were oh, walking okay. to some Mexican food. So Jody was talking to, you know, the girl, I was talking to my buddy. And so I was like, Hey, what if this thing came to life? And he didn't say anything. We just, so I was like, okay, I guess not. So then Jody and I are walking the dogs and I was mm-hmm. like, and so I did the same thing to her because there's Christmas trees all over the curbs. Right. And so I was like, Hey. One of the what if one of those things came to life and it started just shaking, you know, and yeah. all of a sudden that's when it, you know, that's how you know it's come to life. It started it just killing shaking. people. 
And then it, and she's like, oh, my God, write it. And I really hadn't. <laughs> I had written some shit, but this time I was like, okay, I'm going to take it serious. And uh, yeah. it won two comedy awards. It did. Not just horror. It's a horror comedy, obviously. Nice. Because I get to kill people I don't like. You're a funny guy. I would definitely rewrite it now because I don't think I have Q and N people in there, and I definitely would put those <laughs> in my movie now. You did some some uh, uh, scooter cultural kids. commentary. I kill scooter kids, hippies, <laughs> and think, QAnon people. And so I want to kill some QAnon people. Okay. So, again, as someone that enjoys skateboarding, I don't like seeing scooter kids at the skate park. Sure, just like skiers hate snowboarders, I suppose. Well, that back in the day, but now it's that's kind of over. Oh, so the but the the skater uh, scooter hasn't because usually that rivalry it's a, cause, alive cause and well. You, if you see a scooter over the age, yeah, if someone riding a scooter over the age of ten years old. Yeah. You know, it starts getting a little iffy. But a skateboarder at 48, totally normal. I, I, I would, shit, I'm, I'm not making. I'm not yeah, picking know, on you. But man. I'm not even like. I'm not even on the forefront. I'm not even. I mean, there's dudes before me that are still skating. I mean, it's yeah. just something I enjoy doing. That's good. But a guy can play golf. That's fine. Totally. It's like yeah. I, it's it's my namaste. I love it. But that's discarded. Um, it is. It's gonna happen. And, you heard it uh, here first. You know. Again, we're just talking holiday here, Andy. One more thing. <laughs> yeah. How are we doing on time? I just finished. We're doing great on time. Don't worry about it. But I just finished a can of Santa's sack. I'm going to open another one. Uh, you want to shout out a little bit, anybody, <clears throat> before we sign off this episode? Um, no, I want to talk about next our, la our next episode. Oh, the next episode. Sure. We'll, we'll, which, you know, we'll record. It's still going to come out the same day, so it doesn't matter when we do it. But it's just, I think we, Andy, I want to bring this up. Season two, episode twenty-one was New Year's Evil. Yep. Uh, episode fifty-eight. So do the math. Uh, Twenty-seven, twenty-eight episodes is Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part Two. Yeah. So look at all these movies we have in between. I see. So we got to think of something. We want to talk about each one quickly, but really point out some fun things about each one. A recap, if you a two thousand twenty-one slash you recap slash you. Holiday slash traveling. Let, let me try one more time. Ready? Yeah. Slash you 2021 recap. Yeah. People love it. So you want to do that? That'll be our next episode. Yeah, just kind of just talk. Just another slash you holiday slash travaganza. Yeah, we could do. We got a slashy award still we there. Could, we could award some things a slashy award. Um, we'll just email each other back and forth, like what yeah. we think about, like things that we have. Because obviously, we know we're gonna do blood tracks for best fucking soundtrack. Are we? <laughs> uh, blood track. What about the table is near? What about the Island of Blood? Kill me, kill me. No, that's a face like face. That is kind of like old punk. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, let's not get into yeah. it now. But well, um, there's a preview. A preview of what's going to happen for next week. I might send out some questions or something on social oh, media. We'll do some polls on yeah, the like, see slash you. Thinks. Yeah, I think it's uh, Instagram idea. slash you underscore. I really podcast. want to start putting out some content out there for yeah. the people that really like us because I think we just have a lot of bots following us. But uh, that's what to expect. Perfect. Next Check episode. out the website, www.slashupodcast.com. I will keep that updated. Maybe I'll throw some poll questions in the extra credit pages or feedback page of that website. Check it out. People still go to websites, oh, right? Let's do our shout outs. Yeah, I want to shout out uh, Christmas shout out to Inland Saucer five thirty one, the best Halo player to walk the earth. It's my friend Mike. Even though he's wrong, I'm the best Halo player to walk the earth. But Are Mike, you? you're great. Halo's a great game. New game came out this uh, this uh, earlier December, and uh, we're having a lot of fun playing it. So, well, I'm gonna give outs? a shout out to everyone that uh, looked at uh, that just looked at our question, uh, Dainty Cat. 
Andyman006. Hey, that's me. CDC <laughs> Coconuts 5, First Class Horror, Dead Alive Dana, The Worst Pitchers, WRST, Dale Peterson, Stabby Stabby, Zach Spiegelman, Mary Rindy, Matthew White, and Mike Campo Paso. Well, that's in the saucer, Mike. Um, we had uh, somebody leave us a one star review. Oh, yeah. Uh, with no comments. Uh, gave us a one star review, did not say why. So that person's a coward. Uh, I think it's jealousy. Because it if, if I find myself leaving someone a one star review. Yeah. Well, no, I'll Wouldn't take you that say, back. like, no. Here, here's why I'm leaving yeah. the review one star? I think it is a coward, but, you know, it, yeah. it makes me also think that, they, that, that we know them. It makes me think that maybe it's somebody we've offended with our accents over here. Who it's knows? somebody from New Jersey over here. Well, this has been another fun episode of Slash You. I love, we love all of you so much. Thank um, you so much. If you've listened this far, uh, reminder, follow us on Instagram, Slash You underscore podcast. Check the website, Slash You podcast.com. Leave a, a like, uh, a review, a subscribe. Tell your friends. Go ahead and support the show. There's a link in the episode description. Leave um, a leave a comment if you want to. Uh, like, leave a comment that says like, Nick, send me a picture of your chest, and I will definitely send you a picture of my chest. He will do it. He's not kidding. No. I'm looking at his eyes. He is serious. I'll, I'll pull my pants down too. All right. Well. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. Holidays. Happy holidays. holidays. And until next time, everybody. Class dismissed. <laughs>